0: no need to fear,
1: underdog is here. When criminals in this world appear, and break the laws that they should fear, and frighten all who see or hear, the cry
0: goes up both far and near for underdog, 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 Underdog. speed of lightning,
1: world, the headlines read, of those whose hearts are filled with greed and rob
0: and steal from those who need to right this wrong with blinding speed goes underdog, 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 underdog.
2: Speed of lightning or a thunderbolt.
3: A great version of Helter Skelter from the Barbie Kills. I love that version, uh, aside aside from the fact that she's just uh, amazing. Um, the, the lead singer for Barbie Kills. Hey everybody, welcome to Helter Skelter. I am W.C. Turk, your host... Um, hey, we got some. We've got some news. It's sweeps week for mass murders, brought to you by your favorite gun pornographers. After a brief hiatus following San Bernardino, the crazy cast of killers America loves was back this week with a vengeance. The death count was fifteen for all you folks keeping score. And what a week it was! A crazy Uber driver, a diss lover, and a family man who shot his whole family to death. Four blasted craniums up for this week's fun. That's right, we don't call for gun control or even reasonable discourse anymore on Helter Skelter uh, because America loves its violence, otherwise they do something about it. So if that's the case... We say, bring it on! More of America's favorite entertaining uh, entertainment, brought to you by the NRA, the Republican Party, and Democrats who think activism is just pressing like on Facebook. That's what the de- that's uh, what's the death count going to be next week? Stay tuned. I needed to get that out because, like, I, you know, I, I keep you know we we started we started rating mass shootings. Uh, Pat Doobie joins me in the. Uh, uh, in the studio, and uh, uh, Marty Stars uh, and Drama, um, hey. who just did a great show. You had, did you want to do a shout out to somebody? Oh yes, I did. But let's. It, it might be a little too late. We will have to do it next week, but we can give them a shout out. Let's let's try. do a shout out, and then we'll we'll also back it up next week. Um, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. this is for pizza. Yes, pizza. I you will I say. will interrupt any show for pizza. Are oh,
4: you? See. I oh wish, my I wish god! You would
3: interrupt the show for pizza me. Pizza is the perfect food. Who do you got?
4: Okay, Loki. You guys need to go over here. You know where? Actually, it's right around the corner from us. You know what I'm saying? Where home place is at on Elston? Yeah, yeah. And um, they make the best. You ever heard of Subway? So it's like pizza okay. your way. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And it's located at 2723 North Elston Avenue in Chicago. Uh-huh. Okay, and <laughs> the name of the place is Pizza Studios. So you built your own pizza. The, okay. You pick your wheat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. pick your you choose your crust, okay. you choose your sauce. You choose your cheese and you choose your se- toppings. Nice. And it's an eleven inch pizza for seven ninety nine. That's uh, However that's you want less, it.
3: That's less than a dollar an inch.
4: Yeah, and you know what? When I went... Oh, an inch. Ooh, uh, okay. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> uh, lookie, don't don't get me off of focus. But anyways, you guys really need to try this studio um, pizza. It is excellent. It is like... You know, when you go to Subway, they ask you, okay, what what do you want on your pizza? Yes. And you know, some places, mm-hmm. they charge you extra. Mm-hmm. No, you get whatever you want on your pizza for that 7 dollars So the 99. pizza's all made by Indians. Yeah, but no, uh, and, uh, okay, okay I, I'm out of here. He's he's making it hard. Okay, so again, the location is 2723 North Elston. Actually, cool, cool. they're, they're, they're your white people's. 2723 <laughs> North Elston Avenue, and it's called... Pizza Studio. Nice. Okay, nice. so check it
3: out. I yeah. think I think next week w- we need to have a taste testing. Yeah. yeah, yeah on Marty Stars and, dra- and Drama, um, ten to eleven. 10. Wow. Uh, yeah, but I'm sure they're in early prepping. I hope so. They got to crank those ovens up. They have to be. They have there to. Uh, I've worked in pizza places. They have the, those pizza ovens have to be ready to roll the moment those doors open. We'll so
4: we'll try. We'll
3: try. We'll see. Okay. Either that, either that, or you just hang around for my show next week and uh, Ryan, bring it in. We can do that. We they they can they can bring, can bring it, it in, yeah. They can bring it in. We'll 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 talk about it. We'll send to go. And if you want to if you want to <laughs> hang that up on the big bulletin board oh, over yeah, here, yeah. Um, we'll then send that way we that it won't get done. lost. And uh, anybody got a hankering for pizza here in the studio in, yeah. in one of our many many shows you know me, here on Q4 Radio on the Big Money queue, as Deacon yeah. Coleman says, oh, the um, they can uh, they can go and we'll just make sure that they do a shout out.
4: And you know what's so funny? Monty ate the whole eleven inch pizza. <laughs>
3: I have nothing to say about that hey i wanted to i wanted to, uh, I'm, I'm gonna get through some things really really quickly here and then I'm gonna bring uh, bring Pat and we've got some guests uh, also coming up uh, a little bit later, Tom Tresser Chicago is not out of money. <laughs> Everything you've heard is a lie, uh, and we've talked about it many, many times on this show uh, about uh, about the the financial um finagling that goes on, uh, both at the state level and at the city level. Tom Tresser has been working on that for a very, very long time. I've used much of his work uh, to talk about how how Chicago could save, just Chicago alone could save a minimum of $2.5 billion annually off of its budget uh, by giving back uh, even a portion of, they even gave back half of the TIF money. Uh, and by the, by the way, uh, $16 million? Um, they're over thirty million dollars. They're they're going to lay off teachers in closed schools, uh, and close schools and and disenfranchise students on the on the south side uh, and west sides of Chicago here um, in the great uh, or once great city of Chicago, the formerly great city of Chicago. Yeah. Um, Love those priorities, but Rahm Emanuel. Rama uh, has sixteen million dollars of his one and a half billion dollar uh, slush fund uh, skimmed from property taxes from around the city uh, that should go to parks and roads and uh, other Human services, other things, in <laughs> mental health clinics, um, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe the cops who are all who are all sad because because everybody's looking at them. With disdain, uh, and they just can't handle it anymore. Maybe they wouldn't have to shoot so many people if people were pro- getting getting proper uh, proper uh, mental health. Um attention in this city because isn't it funny that every time somebody shot it comes out that this person's on medication they had or or they weren't able to get medication or they weren't able to get proper treatment so you know let, let's just let's just do let's just do the uh, the white thing and uh, and shoot them down in the streets that works for us uh, and and uh, just a dovetail off that the red light cameras um, are uh, are illegal have you heard that have you have you seen that uh, that article, a a a judge a judge found this past week that the red light cameras and speed cameras in the city. And I've talked about the speed cameras. We don't need speed cameras. We need slow cameras for all the mopey ass little people who can't get around this city or have nowhere else to go. And put the slow cameras also on the sidewalks for people who can't get out the hell the hell out of the way. For some of us who have stuff to do. But the, right, but, but breath, yeah, breath. exactly. But they found they found that the that the speed light cameras, um, and and the red light cameras are illegal because because uh, they don't adhere to the you know that that uh, oh what's it what's it called? Constitution. Oh, uh, the constitutional, pr- yeah, uh, constitutional principle of uh, you know of uh, of due process. Um, you know, just just another one of those constitutional landmines that Rahm Emanuel keeps in his little fiefdom keeps tripping over like, you know, the freedom to assemble and redress of grievances.
5: Right. But if we pull words out of context, you can yeah. make that Constitution sound anyway. I yeah. mean, isn't Second Amendment about the ability to form militias? And- oh, yes,
3: yes, yes. You know, no, no. The the the, the see see. You're 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 absolutely right, Pat. That the the way to solve issues in society is not through public discourse and public engagement. It's through guns. That's the way we do it. Uh, but uh, there's a bill in the House right now in Springfield that would uh, that would make them illegal. Uh, and Rahm Emanuel,
5: what Governor Ruiner has something
3: still enforcing. It. I, oh know, no, I'm going to have to do a whole evil, separate huh? show on on the idiot uh, in the. Uh, in the state house and in, in Springfield, but we've done a lot of that. Uh, also this week uh, I was listening to, uh, to a, um, uh, a, a couple of idiots, but I'll, I'll pick out Dennis Prager in uh, in particular, right? The right wing <laughs> idiot, Dennis Prager, was talking about uh, Washington's birthday. And anyone under 50 years old probably doesn't remember that this wasn't President's Day, it was Washington's birthday. And the President's Day uh, just means nothing. Um, so I. I that's that's not why yeah. we
5: carved them on the side of a mountain or anything like that because they weren't important.
3: Right? Yeah, well, I, but, but 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 here's here's what I wanted to say. America's not about cult of personalities. And George Washington, first president, did 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 some important things. Um, did did some did some things that that historically we can we can judge as being uh, wrong, like slavery, slavery and sure. and things like that.
5: But you know, but for its day. I mean, there's great strides. I'm, I'm all
3: for on. yeah the the process of history, and I understand the proce- process process of context in uh, of history, and you know it's it, it's sort of it's, it's not not judging George Washington for having slaves is exactly the same thing as as saying, well, you know, Hitler really didn't understand that killing six million Jews was a bad thing you know we understand that now oh that you know, wasn't just part that, of that time the period gassing, the gassing women and children you know that was a bad that, that that was a bad thing but you know take it in context with history we don't do that we look at we we look at those things and go mm, no that was wrong but we under, we understand the process of history it, it's 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 an evolution of society it's an evolution of intellect it's an evolution of maturity and we mature and we and and, and we we grow from things so it's okay to judge George Washington for being for being a hypocrite for being the, the, that 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 entails or that belies a certain a certain degree of hypocrisy in the American system and I'll and I'll give you a very good example. Spent a lot of time in the Balkans and the former former Yugoslavia. 20, 25 years um, after the breakup of Yugoslavia, Tito Tito ruled from the Second World War, ruled Yugoslavia with an iron fist. It was a cult of personality. It was, it was this thing of, you know, we, we, uh, it's, it's all about the man, and we, we don't talk about people's differences. Um, there are no differences. We're all Yugoslav, period. That's it. And and so they they pushed off all the bad stuff that had happened through basically two world wars and the interwar period, right. um, you know, genocides and mass murder and and all of those things. They they just they they cleared the history books of pretended any pretended it was in the past. Pretended it was in the past. Pretended it di- didn't it didn't happen. You know, kind of like the right wing wants to do with Jim Crow and uh, Say lynching Reagan's policies, and maybe? Ex- exactly Reagan's policies and and. <laughs> Bill Clinton and um, even Barack Obama and TPP. But so all that stuff is in the past, and we should just forget about it because it, because it's wrong to criticize America, and and the the whole the whole thing about what, what Dennis Prager was talking about about belies a certain hypocrisy, and it, and it belies it, it it starts moving us towards that cult of personality, and we need to constantly be assessing. That's why I like Bernie Sanders. That we need to constantly be assessing and reassessing what it is to be an American. You know, we just we just lost uh, we just lost. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, oh boy, I, I want to get to this Mother's bill. I'm going to talk about that here in, in just a little bit as well. As long uh, as we get back to Bernie, we will get back to Bernie. And I have I have a juicy story about uh, Scalia. Ooh. Oh, a very juicy Let's story. Do it. Um, but I'm I'm not into the cult of personality. Um, this is supposed to be about um, this is supposed to be about moving the country forward for everyone and and confronting our past injustices and our past and present hypocrisies and getting past them and repairing them and atoning for them that's what america is supposed to be about not this we don't apologize for anything
5: but who exactly wants to move the country forward is it Elected officials on one side, the other? Are they all moving their own agenda? Based, based on the number of high school up?
3: friends that I saw this week posted about uh, wanting, wanting, uh, wanting to vote for Donald Trump, I'm not sure a lot of people want to in this country want to get by, but there well, there are to the some of those. the story of
5: anti-politics, which I'd like to discuss later. We as are well.
3: gonna we are gonna get to that here uh, in just a little bit. I also wanted to say uh, the ban the box um, initiative is working its way through Congress right now, and we're hoping that's passed. Uh, our very very good friend Chris Patterson uh, here in Chicago, and all of our good friends over at One North Side have been uh, have been instrumental in this. City in getting it passed. Uh, ban the box for people who don't know. Um, when uh, when you go in to apply for a job, you you check off a box. Have you ever been convicted of a, of a crime or felony? Um, and if you check that box, um, all too often people are immediately excluded your
5: application gets thrown to the gets, side gets thrown it's in a away different pile and doesn't get
3: and, and it and it becomes it becomes this tacit this this tacit legalized form of discrimination especially since we're incarcerating so many people of color um that it that it really it, it really just continues um the um the problems and the issues uh, and the disease that is, that that's attacking and facing those communities. Remember, uh, the community um, and the issues that are going on in the community are not the disease; they're the symptom. And you cannot cure the disease by attacking the symptoms.
5: And prisons are actually supposed to be for reform. People are supposed to serve their time. They're supposed to be supposed to be healed, rejuvenated, come out and work and then work your way society. back into society
3: not a revolving door this recidivism uh issue that we've seen and 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 we work with that here at Q4 so we're not just talking out our ass here on this um, th- that's actually what we work for you know we we do work with people here on the station that have been incarcerated uh and uh and 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 work to help them get job histories and references and things that will begin breaking that cycle, so that we can have a better society instead of constantly feeding a monster. You're going to say something.
5: Well, I was just saying, you know, in general, uh, politics isn't bad. You know, yeah. it, there's uh, Bernard Crick had a book in defense of politics. Yes, politics is a way of ruling divided societies without undue violence. Yeah, you know, and he was quoted recently. David Brooks had an article he's a New York Times columnist mm-hmm. he's on NPR but it's the governing governing cancer of our time. Yeah. And you know he really talks about the anti-politics tendencies that have been coming onto our our uh, democracy. Yeah. Where people don't accept that it's a limited activity. People have soaring promises that raise ridiculous expectations. Mm-hmm. And then those expectations are not met. Voters grow cynical. They're disgusted. They even turn farther into anti-politics. And these are basically, by putting in these outsiders that have ridiculous comments, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's getting worse and worse and people Mm -hmm. want more outsiders. Mm -hmm. And then there's more dysfunction. And then people aren't growing, you know, good politicians in place trying to help society. They want more outsiders that have more extreme views. And, you know, that's what's led to things like Donald Trump. You know, and yes. it's yes. a culmination of the Tea Party bringing all this hatred in, exactly. all these outsiders with no experience how to compromise, how to work with one another. Yeah, and it's absolutely ridiculous. And what's happening is now people are listening to someone like Trump who spews
3: hate because it sounds like it's an outsider. It's not PC. He doesn't spew hate; he spews stupidity. Um, and and I th- I think there's a big difference. Uh, hate has a purpose, uh, or can have a purpose. Um, well, there was a idiocy. New York Times list. Did you yeah. see that
5: Trump? Uh, all of his uh, insults he has hurled on Twitter, the list is 33 pages long. Wow. Everyone opposes him is an idiot, a moron, a loser. Yeah. You know, his supporters aren't looking for a political process to address their needs. They're did, looking for a superhero didn't he, for did anti did he say this politics. week that he, that
3: he likes idiots?
5: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know. You could listen to him argue himself, you mm-hmm. know. His points change with the wind, you know, whoever he's talking <laughs> to, so – you know, I couldn't agree more. It's not just a phenomenon in politics, it's growing on itself. Yes. You know, we're yeah. we're like trying to feed this outsider mentality.
3: Well here and, and, and that's 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 actually the, the position that we find ourselves in, especially here here at Q four radio where we're trying to do something better, is we find ourselves fighting um, and trying to stand against just sheer stupidity just sheer sheer ignorance and it gets harder and harder every day. And I just wanted to finish up real quick with sure. the, the band of box issue, um, because it, it dovetails off what you were talking about. Um, and that, that issue of, of idiocy, excuse me, <coughs> but, um, it gets me so upset. I got a cough. Uh, um, but uh, you're, you're going to hear a lot about this because this this issue is going to be going to be hot for a little while. Big business is going to tell you, um, and they're going to come up with a lot of things like safety and, and what have you, um, which is which is all just BS. It's a catch-all um, to get everyone's the, the attention. The society is less safe when people don't have opportunities, when people feel marginalized, when they feel when they when they feel that they that that they're being or their community is being lobotomized from the rest of society. Um, and I I use that word, mm-hmm. um, in exactly exactly the way it's 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 defined um, as as a as a dumbing and a so numbing dumbing down, down to society of in society. General? Yeah. Yes, um, but uh, that goes the,
5: back to your just hitting a like on Facebook comment. That's Is right. that real democracy? <clears throat> oh,
3: it's it's not a- activism. By by the way, should be should be dangerous, um, or a little or have the potential for danger. Anyways, I'll get back to that in a bit. But um, but. Uh, one of the things that the businesses is uh, – uh, what, what, they're, what, what they're really coming to or their, their initial argument in this is uh, that it's going to be too costly for businesses to ban the box. In other words, in other words, somebody will actually have to sit down and interview somebody before before they can throw away uh, their uh, their application just because they're black or Hispanic. Well, um, give
5: some more details on what that, why that is supposed supposedly. What's that argument? Why well, that, is it that supposedly argument, too costly.
3: That that argument means that it's uh, it's it it, it, it it it's it, what what they're arguing for is systemic. Uh, discrimination. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a because, real argument because all. Because, I'm just trying to figure out what they're trying okay. to because because to you do. F- you fill out the application. It's a piece of paper. All the person has to do. all the interviewer or manager has to do is look at that piece of paper, see that that box is checked, throw you away. Unless uh, you know, no, unless no unless they're chance. really desperate for somebody and need a need a warm body. Um, but but by and large, it, it's just a way of of um making making discrimination more affordable for a business. Because now they actually have to take the 15 or 20 minutes for an interview, sit down with you and say, oh, well – by the way, have you have you ever been convicted of a crime? And then you get to say something like, "Yeah, dude, I was picked up for pot once, um, but you know, I'm a really hard worker, and I, I you know, I, I know I know Windows and Mac and Apple and blah blah blah, and I can do of this, standing member of I society. Live, the last I can years, I can lift three hundred pounds without blinking, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll work I'll work circles around, and I can and I can work twenty four hours a day without a break. And some of uh, these
5: people that have lost know what it is to lose, and now they work harder in their lives, precisely. and they deserve that second chance. Precisely. America
3: and if anybody deserves a second chance it, it's those folks so and,
5: and you're talking about it, it's it's discriminatory the amount of people that are in prison that are minorities that are being just you know I mean those percents are just yes. outrageous and you know if you're if you're I like this initiative and you know the counter argument is hogwash. I'm out of paper. A nice way to say it. I'm,
3: I'm out of paper. I have to I have to go to the internet first. We got a we got a caller and, and Pat uh, Pat Doobie. I think you might know who this caller is. Uh, ah. It's an eight four seven number, so I'm guessing. Fabulous. Uh, yeah. But welcome to Helter Skelter or WC Turk. Um, who's calling and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Amanda
6: Lutris and I'm calling from Lake County, Illinois.
3: Hi, Amanda. I was just hey, up in uh, in your office for Bernie Sanders. Uh, yesterday uh, talking with uh, with some of the nice people there. That's the new office that opened up
5: in Waukegan. On
3: uh, Washington there. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm.
5: So, Amanda, yep. um, uh, this is Pat. Thank you for calling in. Um, I actually know you pretty personally as a great Bernie supporter and um, a wonderful activist. And I, I want to let everyone know, uh, would you tell them, uh, first of all, when did you get involved and, like, how old are you now and how long have you been, you know, active, say, on the Bernie campaign and just in politics in general? Here? Well,
3: actually, the the, the the first thing I want to ask you, if if this is true, I heard that you started this and, and uh, when you were a high school student uh, and you started uh, working for Bernie out of your garage. Is that correct? Right.
6: Okay. Yep. Funny story about that. So I'm 17 years old right now. I only graduated from high school about a semester early a few weeks ago. Um, in something like January, not exactly true a time frame. It was kind of a blurred line, but, uh, yeah, I started out of my garage when I was still 17. So I started following Bernie in 2014, which isn't that early compared to a lot of other people who have been following him. For Cause, you a stuff, but, right? <laughs> Wait, Cause you just want a lot of free stuff, right?
3: Cause you just want a lot of free stuff, right?
2: Because that, oh, yeah, that's, sure. that's 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 what sure. I that's I what mean, I
3: hear I, about the uh, about about millennials is is that that's the only reason that they're involved with Bernie uh, and they're coming out. So I even hear that from by the way from uh, from the Democrat establishment. Uh, that's all you want. You just want free stuff.
6: Yeah, you know, handouts. That's what I want. That's handouts, it. Yeah. All about
5: that. <laughs> so, but you were no, actually crazy. leading that's a what? phone baking group out of the garage. Uh-huh.
6: Right, so we basically turned my family garage into kind of a makeshift office. That's awesome. Um, We put a table in there. We had some donations that were of chairs and coffee maker, even, and we had a whole bunch of phone bankers. Uh Probably about four times per week, we had 15 to 20 hours a week going into organizing the area.
3: Wow.
5: So, would you be able to give a little bit of your experience? uh, You uh, traveled to Iowa before the uh, first caucus here. Is that correct? Right.
6: Yeah, I stayed in Iowa for about two weeks, maybe a little bit less, leading up to the caucus. And it was the most energizing thing I've ever been a part of, I think, because I've been a part of three or four campaigns. This is my fourth. Um, But I've never had so many volunteers in the same place at one time because this was a headquarters in Iowa in Des Moines. And there were dozens of volunteers Uh at any given time during the day. We were open until probably 9 or 10 at night, and we started at 9 or 10 in the morning. And it was just an incredible experience. There was so much positive energy, and everyone was passionate. They had people from other countries. There were people from France, wow. Greece, yeah. and even Great Britain, and they just came specifically for the campaign as volunteers.
3: Yeah, before long we're gonna need we're gonna need UN uh, supervisors, much like we did uh, with uh, with elections in Iraq a number of years ago, just to make sure that ours are uh, ours are legal. And I'm I'm still hearing stories about uh, what Hillary Clinton's people did in in a number of these uh, uh, these votes. But anyways, well, here, um, can I go
5: into a little more detail there on Iowa?
3: In 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 just a minute, because I, uh, I I wanna I wanna get a couple of more um, a couple more things background from uh, from Amanda here, and uh, one of the things. Is um, that's you know you 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 picked a you picked a tough place uh, to go to work for uh, for Bernie Sanders Lake County um, or or you could educate me here but Lake County tends to tends to go more Republican doesn't it
6: That's true. We're a very moderate area, mm-hmm. uh, very establishment. I mean, the entirety of Illinois tends to be pretty establishment in general, but this county kind of specifically, it's the wealthiest county in the entirety of Illinois. Yeah. So we tend to have the more Republican side to the more conservative yep. people. Yeah. But at the same time, we do have a lot of potential here. There's an incredible amount of volunteers for mm-hmm. what we're dealing with and the low turnout that we tend to mm-hmm. have. But it's incredible how intelligent the people that are here are I'm having like really long conversations every single day yeah. about the issues, not about personality politics. Oh, no I
3: questions. was, I, I was I was completely amazed with everybody I met in the office and I think uh, was it Brooke that I met?
6: Yeah,
5: Brooke is yeah, one you of the
2: two she, she was Jill's she organizes. was
3: incredible, man. She just um, she she came she came out like a storm um, in that uh, in that office and and was amazing. I wanted to ask you because um, because there is there is a very large um, Hispanic constituency in um, uh, in uh, in Waukegan in particular, and I, I wanted to get your impression of of how um, of how this election is is turning um, within that community uh, for either um, for either Hillary or Bernie or even, even one of the Republican um, candidates?
6: At this point, it's really hard to tell because we hardly have any polls out for Illinois. Okay. And of those polls, we don't really know what areas there are. Uh, we sure. are getting a very decent amount of Hispanic support, although that might be because the office is in Waukegan, which has a pretty heavy Hispanic population. Yes, it does. Compared to a lot of their city. But yeah. um, as far as the north and the south of the county goes, mm-hmm. like from the middle of the county down, it's very, very white. A lot of Jewish people, a lot of, yeah, mainly Jewish yeah. people, a lot of Asian yeah. people, a lot of Indian people. Uh-huh. But the north side has a lot of Hispanic voters as well and Christian people. So it's a very big disparity between the two groups, I think. We're very different and very diverse. Yeah. But I think we're making it work. I'm going to get along
3: <laughs> cuz I know I know Pat's Pat's itching about it and and I'm very curious about it as well. Um uh-huh. I, I'd, I'd love to get both of you uh, both of your impressions of uh of the uh, the vote in Iowa and um you know if if you thought that um that there was something untoward going on um during that whole process and we'll start off with you Amanda and and Pat jump in when uh
6: Oh, Lord. Okay. So Iowa, <laughs> I was actually an observer in a caucus. Okay. And um, this might be a little bit in depth, but it should only take a minute or two. That's all right. So That's first, great. I was with a couple of other volunteers. We were all driving to a really competitive caucus that we heard of. It was yeah. a pretty big precinct, a lot of people. We showed up, and I swear to God, as soon as I saw the line going into the caucus, I kind of wanted to throw up a little bit. Um, <laughs> so it was a big old building, right? And the line was going down a block. And keep in mind, this is a very cold winter night. And the line is or the doors are only open from six thirty until seven. You have to be in line by seven or else you can't vote. And they since the doors open at six thirty, yeah. if you're in line beforehand to wait, you're waiting outside in the cold and potentially with your children in your arms. So there's people just freezing out there for literally an hour or more on end and you can if you're in line and you're not in the door at seven, that's okay, but you do have to be waiting outside. And the line was yeah. incredibly long. Once I got inside, we all were sitting down. It took a billion years for everyone to get filtered. But all I had to do to be an observer was literally write my full name down on a blank sheet of paper with a few other people to kind of scribble it down. Mm-hmm. And then we just went in, and just, no one just really like, cared.
3: Just like Libyan politics.
6: <laughs> right, basically. I think that the people <laughs> who were actually registered to vote had to do a little bit more. But the problem I had was, it, well, the entire thing seemed very, very casual and unofficial, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Uh-huh. But, I don't know, they just seemed very carefree, didn't read the speeches of any other candidates besides the main three, which is understandable. But they were like, I don't want to be here all night, so I'll just write, read these three. And the way he said it just kind of sounded strange, but I went with it. Yeah. But then it turned out that when they did the head count, the number of people who voted was probably 50 or more people more the number of people who were registered to vote so there was a big disparity between that they did a recount and then they just stopped when we got a little bit closer (laughs) they were like 25 apart Uh so that was kind of voter fraud that i witnessed (laughs) a little bit we're still on the precinct but still but what
5: we
3: so so you i'm sorry you you were in iowa not not belarus (laughs) Right. right (laughs) <laughs> OK,
5: um, but I'm but we sure did any see this act. in Nevada <laughs> as well, where, you know, you had yes. people leading precincts and they're taking counts and they're writing on their hand. Yep. And then, yes. you know, their hand is getting sweaty and then they're walking up to the front and they're recording it. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the precinct, after they've given the final count and they've forgotten to mention who the delegates are going to be, yeah. everyone walks up to the um. front of the room and turns in their voter registration. Yeah. I mean, things are out of whack. It does seem like these states that are well right now it seems like the caucus states are a little yeah. bit crazy yeah um and what amanda's talking about where the doors are open between six thirty and 7 yeah. i mean it seems like they're trying to restrict the vote i mean i don't know amanda do you think iowa had as many crazy things going on as like you we've heard in nevada or i mean is it just kind of voter intimidation or, you know, the, like you're mentioning that, trying to keep people there late, maybe it'll keep the crowd down, not letting people in early. Is that just a way to, you know, keep the number of people down?
6: For sure. And I think it's also, well, first of all, the caucus system is very primitive in general and very outdated. Yes. But also, I heard a burning support telling you that I'm not sure if it's completely true or not, but they said that the, the establishment, uh, the establishment Democratic Party, which, you know, tends to be Hillary supporters, very big Hillary supporters, were thinking, hey, Bernie supporters are the young ones, the working class. So they're the ones that need to get back to work. They're mm-hmm. the ones that need to go home right away and need to take care of their kids. So they're the ones that, if things go late, will have to go home early. So if people keep recounting throughout the night and they hold them in the caucus room, which happens in a lot of caucus rooms, then they'd have to leave and they wouldn't be counted as the vote." Wow.
3: The trib of the election. Yeah. So. Hey, I, I just need to let everybody know you're listening to AM 1680 Q4 Radio in Chicago. I'm W.C. Turk. This is the Helter Skelter Show. Uh, and coming up at the top of the hour, Tom Tresser uh, is going to be joining us here. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to be live uh, in the studio or on the phone, uh, but we'll uh, tackle that at, at, uh, at noon. Uh, but we're going to be talking about Chicago, his, pro- his new project. Um, dovetailing and growing off of the um, uh, the TIF project the tax illumination and uh fund illumination project Uh, boy i just screwed that up uh from civic lab chicago is not broke funding the city we deserve um and uh, i've got some insights on that because i i I went through actually went through the chicago budget line by line Um, but anyways uh so amanda i I, I wanted to i wanted to come back go ahead pat
5: well I, i just wanted to say i mean i think social media has got to the point where we're now hearing about more of these stories i mean these problems have been year after year that we have these elections Mm -hmm. but uh what about the whole point where if you have a thousand people in a room and you have 600 for one side and 400 for another side wait 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 like they i wasn't good at math in school oh well 600 plus 400 that that equaled right around a thousand okay and then there we go they're (laughs) on
3: trains moving east at uh, thirty yeah no
5: but all of a sudden you know people had to leave because those caucuses and Iowa were taking, you know, hours and hours. People left. Instead of retaking the total number of people in the room and getting a new percentage, they decided to roll. You know, they decided to flip a coin and just. Mm-hmm. Well, where does that last delegate go?
2: Yeah. I
5: mean, the fact that they did not recalculate what the total number of people in the room and just do a straight percentage off the number of people that were in the room at that point. Yeah. I mean, there are ways that they can manipulate. Well, let me, this. let me and ask it Amanda. Is really this. ridiculous.
3: Uh, um, Amanda I wrote an article on my my Helter Skelter blog earlier this week uh, about when, when in, in what election and now I've you know I've been I've been voting since 1980 um, I cannot recall and, 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 and I'm insane for politics anyways so and and have been have been since high school so I cannot recall another election in which the whole idea of superdelegates and all of this stuff has been pounded over and over again and how this is the way it's done and it's not about the popular vote, it's about the superdelegates. And Hillary's getting more superdelegates and da 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 and all of this stuff. And my my theory on that is that this is an assertion by 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 the, the corporate Political establishment of whom Hillary, I think, is famously a part of, um, attempting now to tell young people, millennials, and even though I, I'm really kind of tired of of the whole generational designation stuff, um, but but particularly millennials who are coming up and they're they're they they're really their first or second um, election. Um, this is a way of telling them, shut up! Your your vote doesn't really matter. Um, we know. We, Listen to us. We know, and uh, we we need we need you out there for whatever marketing BS. But it, but I think it's a way of discouraging young people from from really questioning.
5: Right. How do we keep system. young people motivated when they have to go against that party establishment?
3: Amanda, does that does that make any sense to you? Does that does no? That... It
6: definitely does. Okay. Yeah, I think that super delegates are very disheartening in general. I don't yeah. like the representative democracy we had as a whole. Yeah. Actually, I would much rather have instant runoff elections. Yeah. I think yeah. it would be a lot better because we'd have viable third, fourth parties, and people would actually be able to vote for who they want to vote for morally, instead of who they think will win, which is what's happening right now. Because a lot of people are getting involved for the first time. A lot of people who aren't voters and hate voting are now voting just for Bernie. But the problem is so many people don't think that they can vote and change the world because – or change America, sorry – because they think that super delegates are going to get in the way and they're voting, but there's still delegates there that no one's even voting for because they're part of the establishment party and they're for the establishment candidate, Hillary – that there's no way that our vote can make difference because we can't win, even though we can. But yeah. it's going to be a lot tougher.
3: Yes, and I, I, I mean, you know, that's that's one of the things that gets thrown back at me constantly. Um, you know, I, I always say, I always say, you. you we have we have to we have to be engaged at the ballot box and we have to be in the streets um, you know and and voting voting is 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 sort of like um, you're given a brand new car and you drive it for 10,000 miles until the engine catches fire because you never changed the oil and you never did any repairs on it and then you want to you want to bring it back in um, to get your money back because the car doesn't work well you need to do some basic maintenance in order to keep that car functioning and our government is exactly our nation is exactly the same way, and we've we've stepped away from that um, as a people, um, and we've allowed people to um, to either co-opt the argument like what we were just talking about or we've allowed other people to be completely defeatist about it and say voting never wins or we want it we want another system and and so if we go out and vote um that just that just validates the same corrupt system but but then but then things happen like nobody shows up to vote like the 11 percent of the people that showed up in my precinct to vote in the midterms and we get bruce rauner and then these people are back out in the streets because they're because they're angry about what Bruce Browner's doing but you never showed up to vote
5: right right and, and I don't really feel like you have a voice how can yeah. you sit there and spew your opinions if you're not willing to engage in democracy
3: precisely hey Amanda um, I, I, I I have to get ready for for another interview here um, I, I wanted uh, when when Pat said he'd introduce us um, and I was really sorry that uh, that we couldn't uh, we couldn't meet. Um, at the Waukegan office. If you're there fairly regularly, I get up to Waukegan a couple of times a week. I would love to be able to stop in at some point and say hello. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
6: please do. Um, our address is 1534 Washington Street. We're yep. two blocks Lewis Avenue uh-huh. or Lewis Street, whatever it might be, and you're about a
3: you're about a mile and a half or two miles off of uh, Route 41.
5: Right, and not Going only that, 40. but uh, Bernie just opened up a string of offices on Monday, yeah. so we're actually yeah. getting kind of some statewide coverage. Nice. So yes, uh, now's the time to get that word out. Let's yeah. let's drive people to the polls. Let's mm-hmm. get people. Activated, moving, and trying to get the word out there in the next Precisely. three weeks before these uh, exactly. primaries.
3: Um, the 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 other thing that I that I would like to say is um, that uh, you can rely on this show if you guys want uh, want to get something out, uh, or even if you want to come by here and talk anytime. Uh, I, I've always got a microphone for you, and I always have time. Um, so, so please come, come and engage us, um, and uh, and let's help. Uh, let's help build this. The other thing that I, that I'd love if you have if you have the opportunity, and I know this is going to be a tough night, um, but I I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't extend the invitation uh, on uh, on March fourteenth from six to nine on this radio station. Uh, we're going to be doing the first. And only in the nation, uh, hip hop election return show. Uh, So we'll be doing, we'll be talking the election, uh, and uh, as as the results come in, um, and we're going to be doing it with some great local music. So if you're interested, um, we we'd we'd love to have you on board. I'm sorry. uh, The 15th. What did I say?
5: Oh, uh, I These think 14th, you, you were teasing people on the 14th. Okay, That's how no, no. excited you t- are. Tuesday, you want to build that momentum yes. for an entire exactly. day there. But,
3: but t- Tuesday, Tuesday the 15th. If, if you Maybe have, it's a two-day party. Maybe I get it wrong if here. If you have that opportunity or if you guys uh, if you guys want to want to call in um, or just chime in, um, e- either way, we would love to have you be a part of that effort. Is
5: that a call-in when Bernie wins, Illinois?
3: Uh, it, it, it's a, it's a call-in no matter what. Okay. Um, and, and whatever. Uh, and, and not only that, I can I can offer you a couple of other shows on this station um, if uh, if you need to get the word out and, um, and anything else that you might need.
5: You know, we're probably pulling her away from working here because she is a, the most dedicated. I consider myself a really good Bernie supporter and she yeah. blows me out of the water. So,
3: well, I'm, I'm I'm sure her I'm sure her parents are very, very happy. Um, you, uh, Amanda, you can speak to this uh, that you're no longer taking oh. up their garage.
6: <laughs> this is true i am no longer taking their garage now that we have these official offices which is a beautiful thing by the way <laughs> wonderful absolutely staffers, love it
3: you got to come in and visit us thank you so much for calling in bring uh, bring bring, thank bring the having me yeah bring 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 your parents bring the family um,
6: oh no, they don't do politics. But. <laughs> bring every
3: Bernie supporter
5: oh, in no. the country, especially <laughs> Illinois. Yeah,
3: or, or or just just bring a crew down from the office and and let's let's make some noise. We'll get some people in here uh, locally, and and we'll continue making some noise for uh, for Bernie Sanders. Uh, nobody else in Chicago media is going to do it, uh, and uh, and everybody else in Chicago media at this point is is, is sort of the, doing this condescension kind of deal because there are so many people that are really passionate about Bernie Sanders. So so they're saying, well, you know, basically you can have your fun and do your little thing for Bernie Sanders. But when he loses... You're going to come over to Hillary Clinton, but go ahead and play Bernie Sanders for. But when he loses, that's and we're not doing that here. Uh, my my assumption is is that Bernie Sanders is going to get the uh, going to get the nomination, uh, and I'm not uh, I'm not backing down from that. I don't think even through uh, the general election, I'd like to see I'd like to see a historic massive write-in campaign for Bernie Sanders. Um, if uh, if if we're co-opted by the DNC, yes, sir.
5: And, and I I really really want to encourage those Republicans that say, hey, I'm to pull a democratic ballot and vote for bernie because yeah, we think yeah. he's going to be easier to defeat please please go ahead and do that go ahead and vote for, vote for bernie uh, i think you might be mildly disappointed later but you know what if that's your will please go ahead and pull that democratic ballot even if you're a strong republican do you think uh, bernie is going to be that easier opponent you know i i encourage
3: you to do that absolutely okay. amanda thank you Thank you. You, you rock, right, and you. Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll be talking to you uh, soon. Okay. All
5: bye. right. Take See care.
3: All right. Thanks so much. Hey, uh, we're going to go to a quick break here, and we're going to come back with uh, with Tom Trusser. We've got a lot of other news. Uh, in the meantime, this is Rebel Diaz, Chicago teacher. Shout out to our friends uh, at the CTU. We'll be right back after this. Here
0: we go. Come on. Look. Yeah. yo. yo. Chicago teacher, Chicago teacher, Chicago teacher. I learned to read and write from a Chicago teacher. So I'm inspired by the fight for my Chicago teachers. Homie, I was taught by a Chicago teacher, Chicago teacher. Chicago teacher, I learned to read and write from a Chicago teacher. So I'm inspired by the fight for my Chicago teachers. The teachers are tired, the students dumbfounded, the budgets get cut, so classes are overcrowded. Streets full of violence, the blue coat is silence. So I'ma keep rhyming till salaries start rising. Rising, taken to the streets. The workers are united, so the mayors got beef. Rhymes a fake pretender with a corporate agenda, neoliberal offender. Of course you offend us. This ain't about money. That's far from the truth. They want better work conditions to teach the youth. Politicians, I don't trust them. It's all in the name. The president, the mayor, all want political gain. With change that provide an education that challenges the brain. Top down education. Chicago, the birthplace. Now it's spreading nationwide all over the place. They don't teach us how to think, they teach us how to test. They teach us how to work to put money in they checks. The CEOs need to get up out the classroom before these streets get hotter than the sand in Cancun. So join the picket line like Mr. Pickett in his prime. Put on your red shirt like the Bulls in '95. Hit the streets with a sign to say I'm fighting for mine. It's a fork in the road and you gotta choose a side. And yes, I'm proud to say I was a public school student. It was public school teachers that first taught me music. And yes, I'm proud to say I was a public school student a public school teacher first taught me music homie i was taught by a chicago teacher chicago teacher chicago teacher i learned to read and write from a chicago teacher so i'm inspired by the fight from my chicago teachers went to mill lincoln school in a little school bus desegregation paid 20 cents for lunch Reduced price ticket for the lower income children. Art and music classes in between math and English. Now it's different; they just teaching to the test. Forced by the feds, are they losing that check? Too many children left behind by this corporate assembly line. How they privatize education is a human right, and their kids gonna be fine. They send them to private schools, while ours get sent to prison or given a job serving fast food. Cash rules, so it gets treated like a business. bought and sober businessmen turn politicians. So if Ron was the chief of staff, and Arnie Duncan got his start in Chicago, selling off the education system, then Obama gotta respond. The teachers or the corporations, which side is he on? The streets is getting hot, they blame the heat on G.P. There's a million others like him being created every week And we don't teach, we don't learn And the streets is gonna burn before it gets worse I put on my red shirt cause Homie, I was taught by a Chicago teacher Chicago teacher, Chicago teacher I learned to read and write from a Chicago teacher So I'm inspired by the fight for my Chicago teachers Homie, I was taught by a Chicago teacher Chicago teacher, Chicago teacher I learned to read and write from a Chicago teacher so I'm inspired by the fight for my Chicago teachers Yeah, ha, Bateman Elementary, where Illinois went Lincoln School, Plain Tech, Lincoln Park High School DJ Illinois' with to Roosevelt And now he producing beats, worldwide Let's go
3: that's rebel Diaz with Chicago teacher great great song good friends of the uh, of the station by the way hey I want to I want to I want to say thank you again to uh, Amanda Lotris of the uh, the Waukegan, uh Bernie Sanders office for joining us uh, hey anybody wants to call in from the from the Hillary uh, campaign uh, you're more than welcome um, we, and we'll uh, we' we'll, we'll have we'll have conversations uh, but I got I got questions for that hey I'm gonna go to uh, I'm going to go to the phones here right now, and I'm guessing uh, this is our good friend Tom Tresser. Am I correct in that assumption? Hey, this is Tom Tresser. Tom, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. Good, good, uh, good to hear from. I haven't, have, we haven't talked in uh, quite a while. Right. Oof a little water under the radio bridge a little bit and I I, I feel um, I, I, but I, but I still I still feel close to you because uh, you're everywhere on my computer uh, these days especially <laughs> uh, especially lately with uh, Chicago is not broke funding the city we deserve and uh, you you're not not only not only are you working that angle but you're working in an initiative. Um, to, to, to make that successful, uh, and get I the am. word out much like you did the, um, uh, the TIF, uh, TIF illumination project, which is, which is your ongoing, uh, your ongoing passion. Uh, but talk That's a right. little bit about the, um, the effort, uh, for, uh, Chicago's Chicago is not broke.
7: Well, so for, for those of you already listeners that are not familiar with tax increment financing, TIF, mm-hmm. TIF it's a big deal in Chicago. It's a, it's a scam by which uh, uh, property taxes are sucked up by the hundreds of millions of dollars and put into a black box controlled <laughs> by the mayor. Can and you given say? away what's to cost? very wealthy people. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, it's um, emblematic of uh, what, what's, what's wrong with Chicago that uh, continues to bleed the poor communities and mm-hmm. shower money on uh, wealthy developers and other uh, cut projects of mm-hmm. the mayor and his supporters So for the past few years, um, the intrepid volunteers of the uh, TIF Illumination Project have been investigating and exposing and explaining these TIFs all over the city in 45 public meetings. Yep. And thousands of people have come out, um, and one of the things that uh, we are interrogating is this notion that Chicago is broke. Because that's certainly what the uh, average person would certainly be led to believe by listening to the mayor or following the news when you you know schools are closed public schools closed well close, that's
3: that's that's the nar- that's the narrative that gets that gets thrown around we had we had on uh, a lawyer a uh, friend of ours who's who's very close to this discussion, um, and just to give a little bit of background for people, um, that that it's it behooves um, it behooves certain people or or a system uh, to muddy the waters financially, and um, for 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 those who like to say that um, that municipalities and communities and and countries uh, need to be run uh, like a business, um, that's not how they work, uh, and the accounting practices uh for uh for something like the state of Illinois or the city of Chicago are vastly different than you would have at at a Subway sandwich shop um and uh so so there's 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 a lot of myth making that goes on around this and uh and you guys are uh, are, are stepping into um to to change that narrative
7: yeah because in in this, in this specific instance of tax increment financing um, you're taking about half a billion dollars of property tax and placing them into this black box and then doling the Annually. money off the developers and other folks. Yeah. And for every yeah. dollar of property tax that you take off the table, that's a dollar of property tax less than you have to operate our schools, mm-hmm. um, the parks, the libraries, et cetera. Yeah. So what we've tried to do now is to place our research and our insights into a larger context called Chicago is not broke funding the city we deserve. We invite listeners to go to Mm -hmm. (laughs) www.wearenotbroke.org. And there you'll see uh, what we're laying out. We're going to publish a book uh, to this effect, and we've gathered a team of subject matter experts from around Chicago, all who can, can speak to either saving money or generating new sustainable progressive revenues for the city of Chicago, and uh, what we've done is broken up the, the the book into three con three three big buckets. Mm-hmm. If buckets so cash.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: Bucket number one, money that's stolen from us, money <laughs> that we shouldn't have, ought to spend, and ought not to spend. Bucket number two, money that is hidden from us. This is where the tiffs come in.
3: Mm-hmm.
7: That money that we are. Spending, but we really can't find it. It's it's not available to us
3: now. In that in that first first bucket, would that be the um, the six hundred million dollars in payouts uh, for things like Laquan McDonald? And uh, okay,
7: unfortunately, unfortunately, yes, there there are three separate uh, sub buckets, if you will, to to that. Number one is money that's uh, lost to us through corruption. So. Mm-hmm. We know Chicago is number one uh, in terms of jurisdiction for corruption. If, if, if people need to be reminded, 30 aldermen have gone to prison in as many years. <laughs> of course, two governors went to the pokey, a uh, former city clerk of Chicago. Former city and, clerk, yeah. and, you know, we've had scandals just up into the recent days of uh, mm-hmm. the former uh, CEO of the of the public school. Barbara Bird, Barbara Bennett. Bird Bennett. Yep. Billions of dollars in graft. Mm-hmm. So that has been estimated by those that follow this closely, that there's, a, there's about a 10% corruption tax on the city of Chicago. So if our budget is uh, 6 to $8 billion, uh, what they're saying is 10% of that is pure graft, waste, corruption, thievery. So that's yeah, one of the yeah. things we're talking about. But what you've mentioned is, is unfortunately a very large second uh, pot in here, and that is um, money spent on police violence. So going back to those John Burge trials and, and restitution and us paying his legal bills mm-hmm. and uh, settlements, unfortunately, as well as the lives lost in only
3: imagine. I can only imagine what's coming to us. Uh, well, and not the, uh, the the red light and uh, and speed light camera. Uh, uh, mess right. It's going so to get, all that is being Holman.
7: litigated, and so it yeah. just it just adds up. So yeah. And then the other important um, part of that is. Uh, bad deals that we've done with banks,
2: uh-huh.
7: like the toxic swaps that uh-huh. the CPU, the Teachers union, have uh, have pointed out over the last two years. So yep. that's about a billion dollars in fees that we pay to banks for no particularly good reason. So that's, gi- that's giant bucket number one, money that's uh, stolen from us, money that we shouldn't have to spend. Uh-huh. Bucket number two is the TIF, the TIF thing, so that's where we're going to talk about that. And then the final bucket is maybe the one that's most imaginative and has... Uh, the potential for some real civic dialogue and that's money that we're not collecting. Yeah. That we should be collecting. And Mm -hmm. there you have uh, three things there that we'll be highlighting. The first is a progressive income tax Mm -hmm. for the state of Illinois that has been talked about for as long as I've been in Chicagoville, it's like 30, 30, (laughs) 40 years at least, you know, but of course that's something that's beyond just the ability of the city to, you know, beyond our city council. So that's a state fix. But if, so Tom, it, it, it sounds tax. like
3: you're just you're just going after the job creators and and the the all the wealthy people, and they're all just going to run out of Illinois. Didn't you know that? Yeah, what about the triple tax?
7: Yes. Well, look, don't don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> you know, if that's if that's the attitude. Sure. Yes, go uh, do business in you Idaho. Hear that? Uh, <laughs> progressive income tax, a financial transaction tax, or sometimes called a South Street tax, or it's been also called a Robin Hood tax. The Robin
3: Hood tax, right? <laughs>
7: So that would be something you would put on the trades, you know, at the Chicago Board of Trades or the yep. Board of Options. And then people have variously looked at it as like, you know, a dime a trade, a dollar a trade. Mm-hmm. It's, it, there's different ways to look at it. But uh, one professor rec- uh, estimated that it could be as much as $12 billion, yeah. Billion with a B, yeah, a year. Yeah, That would be split amongst the state, the county, and the city. So that's another thing we look at. And again, you know, to your point, um, people said, well, yes, then, you know, it's all electronic, so what's to prevent,
3: you know, these various boards from leaving and going to Iowa? Well,
7: I don't think they're (laughs) going to go to Iowa. I think this is... Chicago is a is you know is, is the hub of a lot of things we're
3: a transportation hub we've got we, we we've got we've got the education base we've got the financial base we've got you know we've got the population base and so you know when, it, when I say things like that you know it's 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 sort of a poke in the eye to people like the Illinois Policy Institute who's uh, that's that's run uh, or the, the that was formed by the Koch brothers um, and who listen to this show by the way and refused to come on this show because they know I'll tear them apart um, uh-huh. but but the Illinois policy Institute who likes to proliferate this fiction of, of we're, we're going to be chasing off all the job creators uh, right. and the wealthy people and that's just not the case and and if that is the case we don't need them anyways because obviously but they don't understand business
7: well and, and there's a I, I mean I think that's a I, this is the kind of substantive conversation that we didn't have last year remember yeah. when Mayor Emanuel presented his 2016 budget he yeah. basically said we need a $500 million property tax hike yeah which he got with very little debate. So there was no chance to talk about any of these ideas.
3: Which, by the way, and, and I I know you go over the over this stuff um, with with a with a crazy degree of of, uh, of detail. Um, I, I went through that budget. I I know the airport you know very very well and the airlines very well as I was in that industry for twenty years. And I'm I'm looking at things that are going on at O'Hare, thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars uh, in pagers in 2016. Um, oh, really? That oh, uh, um, Tom, Tom millions of hour hunt at least hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, that that the various the various um, departments over there pay rent um, to the uh, who who I don't know because I thought Chicago owned o'Hare um so it and and that's and that's that's rental on that's rental on on property. Um, there there are it's it's a it's a campground for people there that are making a ton of money. Um, dozens and dozens of lawyers making over a hundred thousand dollars a year when the industry standard is something like seventy eight seventy nine thousand. Um, and and that's and and that is just you know the fire department the fire department over there does a fantastic job i, I know some of those people i've seen them in action um, but they're very very top heavy with captains and officers and people that are making 80 90 100 120 130,000. Sure. Well this this
7: goes to back to that first bucket money that we shouldn't be spending through corruption. Yeah. Age. so part of what you know i've called for over the years is a forensic audit on the city of Chicago which includes you know it's various divisions like the airport, the board of ed
2: mm-hmm.
7: um, you know the public building commissions some of these things that are sort of out of the scrutiny the day to day scrutiny of of of, of, the, of the journalists and yes. civic watchdogs that just trundle away and have yeah. huge empires under their under their control yeah. so um you know in, in 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 my world uh you know you would you would audit every employee and every contract that the yeah. city has anything to do with to, to get to the bottom of this story of what is the true financial situation. Yeah. Finally, the last piece of the uh, money we're not collecting in that bucket is, is the public bank idea. So when I say that, uh, some people kind of um, are, are, have a quizzical look. What does that mean to have a public bank? I mean, banks have, and financial institutions have been under criticism in America for the last 10 years or so mm-hmm. since we bailed them out in the great financial crash of uh, 07 and 08. So America has uh, bailed out uh, you know, their financial institutions here to the tune of $14 trillion. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean to have a public bank? Well, the, the, the example of this uh, concept is in the great state of North Dakota. Believe it or not, the prairie Republican sort of conservative state of North Dakota has had a public bank for over 95 years. And what it does is it does the functions of a bank, that is to say lend credit, uh, help you do things that you, you can't do that's not within your budget by lending, but it, it's done it as a public service, as it were, and not to extract usurist profits on you. So that means that if you're a student in North Dakota, you can get a very low-cost student loan. Yeah. If you're a first-time homeowner, you can get... Um, the dream of the American home within your grasp because you can get a, a first-time loan that that will match your your means.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: If you're trying to expand your business or keep your farm, uh, all these 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 uh, these kinds of uses of money are made available to people at a very cheap basis. It's and then, fa- yeah, on top of that, the bank turns profit back to the state.
3: Yeah, it's a fairly closed-loop reinvestment in the community.
7: Yes, it keeps money circulating, as it were. And it's had its origins in a pretty revolutionary uh, push back in the uh, early part of the last century.
2: Mm
7: When An ex-socialist organizer um, ran around the state of North Dakota and got um, people to join the Prairie League, Prairie Mm -hmm. Citizens League. Uh Thousands of people joined this thing, and they essentially took over the state government in the early 20s, uh, the governor and legislators, and they passed this thing, this bill that... Set up a public bank, and you know, after a few uh, trials and tribulations, it's basically been operating as a treasured institution of uh, the state of North Dakota, and um, it's had many, many, many consequences on the state's finances and you know its well-being. Yeah. But but just one example would be if you're a student with, with a with a loan, you know, typical college from North Dakota versus Chicago or the or
2: mm-hmm. the state of Illinois
7: you're paying four to five points lower for your state backed loan from from North Dakota than you yeah. are here, so that's lots of money you know for a young person that keeps to keep it in their pocket as opposed to give it to
2: mm-hmm.
7: the Bank of america or something like that so those are those are the ideas you put them all together now we're, we're seeking fund funder funders or i should say uh, we're doing crowdfunding yes uh, to ask people to go to we are um we are not broke.org mm-hmm. and they'll, they'll find the list of the authors which are I'm sure going to be very familiar to your listeners the names of these authors and um, we're asking people to pitch in you know 10 bucks 15 bucks whatever you can because the work that I've done over the years uh, even though it's it's been uh, you know public interest education I guess you could say civic engagement has been turned down 15 times wow. by funders and they don't want to touch this so we need to ask our fellow uh, neighbors. See, that's to help us.
3: that's 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 kind of the thing, and and um, is really any anyone who 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 spends any time really looking at the finances of of chicago and and the state and the nation um but particularly here in chicago um for our purposes today um we'll we'll discover very quickly that there are a lot of opportunities in saving money and that you know over the over the, over an amount of say thirty thousand dollars that we don't need to we don't need to get rid of uh teachers and closed schools on the south and west sides um and 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 then and then be able to throw sixteen million dollars um, back at, um, at at a billionaire ho- um, housing uh, project, uh, the housing project, the uh, high rise project owned by a, uh, by a billionaire, um, which is which is all rather rather insane to me. And but we get caught in that paradigm where it all feels like if, if I'm, if I'm told this by, you know, radio station X and TV station X and, uh, and politician X, then it, it must be true. And they, they continue that drumbeat. Um, the only thing that you've done differently that like, as I said, and anyone can, can spend a little bit of time and find some glaring inconsistencies in the whole story here. Um, a, about whether or not uh, the city of Chicago is broke and we can't afford, we can't afford mental health institute, uh, institutions. And, mm-hmm. you know, right? you just have and- the audacity to, to, to get out in front of that and, and try to shatter that paradigm.
7: Well, that's, that's the idea. Uh, and if, if we can raise $10,000, so we'll pay our authors, uh, we'll print 5,000 copies, Mm-hmm. Uh, of this book and try to get them out into the community you know doing the same thing that we did with our Town meetings you know yep. we were all over the city with 45 public meetings
2: yeah yeah So
7: we'd like to do uh, these kinds of forms where people are looking at all these uh, ideas and we'll get our authors to be to also sort of go around with the, the speakers mm-hmm. route mm-hmm. and uh, use social media to get these ideas out so, I and mean, basically in time for the 2017 Chicago budget debates,
3: yeah, yeah. So let's
7: not have another half billion dollar property tax rise crammed down our throats. Let's not have any more regressive, red light camera scams, <laughs> or you know, taxing uh, you know cigarettes more. I mean, all these things hit the the, the, the greater course burdens people. on
3: homeowners and property owners. Cut the waste, right? Let's in. not
7: yeah. let's not just keep piling on us. Uh, let's let's look at some of these more progressive, sustainable. Uh, and uh, ideas, yeah. and they are examples of these ideas all over the world. And so what we're going to ask our readers to do with is to co-collaborate with us. Our website will have an ability for people to actually add to the content. They can do more research and give examples. So, when we, for example, when we're talking about the uh, transaction tax, uh, the Wall Street tax or the LaSalle Street tax, there are many examples of that already in operation. And so we're going to ask people, to, if you want to help us out here and flesh out the picture, go look at Singapore or Denmark or where this thing is happening, report on it, and file your story on our website. So it just will be, will be growing with examples and deepening um, the content. So it will be sort of like an all-hands-on-deck kind of help uh, to, to, to build the case. The so Chicago yeah. is not broke.
3: Well, you know, and, and I'm, by the way, I'm, I'm right now. I'm sharing this again on uh, on my Facebook, and I'll, I'll continue to do that. Um, you're asking for uh, overall ten thousand um, dollars. Having having self published a few books, um, I can tell you that uh, for for you wanting to print five thousand books, um, and you know the all the, the editing that's that's necessary and the and the, the marketing and the, all that. This that that's a deal. That's a deal, and and we've seen with with Bernie Sanders, you know you know a, a few pennies here, a few dollars here and there, um, mm-hmm. spread over a great many people, um, can really make a difference here, yeah. and especially because because what you're talking about is the government the city government has no intention really of reforming. They need to be dragged down that road, which is exactly what you're trying to do here. And we need, and we need to join, in, uh, join with you in dragging them down that road to any kind of reform. Otherwise, they're just going to keep coming back to us more parking tickets, more red light tickets, more property taxes, right. another tax on soda and this and that, uh, ad infinitum.
7: Yeah, and it's part of you know this is part of my work as a civic um, educator, you know, a civic illuminator. A kind of asking the question over and over again, really, is you know what is a city for, you know, or, or to put it more specifically, mm-hmm. who is Chicago for? Yeah, yeah. Right? Who makes these yeah. plans? And of course, a budget is a plan, you know, that that uh, that you know disperses money, but it's basically you know how we get things done, you know, through, through, through budgeting, yeah. but it's, it's just sort of asking this question another way for, for whom does the city work? Yeah. And when we've visited all these dozens of communities around Chicago with the uh, TIF project,
2: mm-hmm.
7: you know, we're asking basically the same question, like, has anyone asked you guys <laughs> what you want to make your community great
3: with your own money?
7: Yes. Yeah, Cause it's your money that's yeah. being used against you uh, without your wishes in your name for these cockamamie plans, whether it was to, to bring the Olympics to Chicago in 2016, so we were part of a, of a crew called No Game Chicago that fought that vigorously, and we went all over the city and all over the world, really. But now, you know, years later, the same people who are applauding the Olympic bid, the, the newspapers, in particular, are going, oh, man, we're so what a mess. We're so glad we escaped that." Cannonball, well, they were cheerleading for the games all yeah. those years ago, and that's that's a great example of a horrible plan that was being made in our name, so we're just kind of asking people, look it's you know we're raising all this money you know we we're property taxing you we're feeing you, we have uh, uh lots of revenue flowing through the city
3: mm-hmm. uh
7: forty actually forty percent of you know the city's budget is being spent on the police department,
3: yes, yeah. So you can stop. Um, right and there's there, a, uh, and there's have no a, waste there whatsoever. So, um, but yeah, I mean, boy, imagine and, and just imagine the city that we could have um, if if we instituted even a portion of the reforms that that you're talking about. And it's not um, the, these are these are not secrets. We're just being we're just being constantly fed propaganda, mm-hmm. and and you are you are standing standing between between that pro- the propaganda makers um and the rest of us um you you you've, you've made you you uh, you know i was i was gonna go with a little plato sort of analogy here and i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna lay off it here about shadows okay. in the cave but um but this is this is what i want to say um we uh Consider us partners in in helping you uh, helping you reach your goal. Uh, I'm I'm going to keep this alive um, constantly and let people know about this. I'd, I'd love to have you back. Uh, I'd love to have you back continuously. Sure. As a matter of fact, you can continue my show, and I've got a couple of uh, of other shows that I can offer to you for you know for scheduling um, convenience. Um, that uh, anytime you want to come on and talk about this and keep this alive, um, our audience is growing exponentially, um, and we're adding. And he's. Going to be, he's going to be a little bit angry at me for uh, uh, for saying this because because uh, he, he's he's doing some some other promotion. But I, sorry, Mike, I just can't help. Uh, Mike Novak is returning here um, to, uh, to the airwaves. Uh, lovely, yeah. Love so, Mike. so i I'll, 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 I
7: actually acted, acted with Mike Novak in the I know you did had, when he read the Commons Theater back in 1986. Uh huh. You have to you have to uh, remind him about uh, the Dashel Hamlet. He, murder mystery in which he played. He's a Hamlet spoken
3: character. of it many times, my friend. Uh, as a matter of fact, he 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 stopped by the old studio when we were all uh, in Civic Lab and saw yeah. uh, saw the picture uh, of uh, yeah. that was above your desk. So right, um, the Civic
7: Lab, a blessed memory. Well, it was that was a two year experiment in uh, Civic uh, space making. Yeah, uh, maybe he'll come back someday, but it was it was good while it lasted.
3: Mike's a, Mike's a good man, and 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 we're blessed. We're blessed just to have him. Hang out here, Um, so but uh, but very cool. So so yeah, I'd like I'd like to um, I'd I'd like to open that door as wide as as we can for you to help you out. Um, I'd also like to at at some point have have a conversation uh, of maybe how we can help each other uh, in in fundraising and and see what we can do to help uh, as a community help get you to uh, uh, to that that goal, which is a which is a a small is really a small goal. Um, But uh, yeah, but people can go to to uh, www.wearenotbroke.org, broke uh, dot all one word wearenotbroke.org. dot um, org. They can link to it on my Facebook. We'll we'll have it up uh, in a number of places. But um, uh, please come back and see us. And, and all I, right. I know you're not a big drinker like I am, uh, but uh, but Pat Doobie here, <laughs> uh, my buddy from Progressive Democrats uh, for America, brought in a a pepper mead that he made. Uh, which is uh, which is spectacular, and I sure would like to um, tip a glass with you one of these days.
7: All right, my friend. Well, so, so, so hello, everybody out there at Radio Land. Uh, this is Tom Tresser, your friendly Civic Illuminator, <laughs> reminding you that Chicago is de- most definitely
3: not broke. Glad you're on our side, buddy. Yeah, I can't all wait all that. this is all, all right, Take care. Bye-bye. All right.
5: This should be common conversation and not just seeping yes, out it in is. little bits. Yes, you know, it is. get people to log on. People should be wanting to log on. These are great points. I, I don't know why progressive ideas just have to be limited to I know. you know because, shooting because, these out
3: because progressive ideas don't get out there enough, except on this radio station. Phil Burns, the Rock of Gibraltar of Chicago comedy, joining us. Oh, <laughs> the Rock of Gibraltar. That's in Portugal. <laughs> well. <laughs> just just based on that reaction uh stony is a <laughs> yeah coming up here uh coming up here in a little bit more than a half an hour and'll do Flabby Hoffman's Radio Extravaganza uh, with all the uh, the madcap fun um, and chaos of, of that show, uh, followed by Radio Panopori uh, and then Bottoms of the Barrow for all of you fans that missed last week's show. Uh, Magic Radio Chicago is going to be a replay tonight. We've got a very large event here um, tonight at seven o'clock for uh, for Q4 Radio, um, a uh, sort of sort of our our annual seasonal kickoff party um for for the station all the uh all the hosts and djs and everybody uh well wait wait, you, wait.
5: you slipped in that little mead talk this is that's reference. oh i was got
3: dude i was coming back to it. i just had some business to do here
5: that's slipping back into the old uh, revolution and beer days i mean you sure you want to go that direction
3: um I still like. I, I'm not revolution in beer anymore. Oh no, we're uh, not, I'm not ashamed of it. Now. I'm Helter Skelter, but that doesn't mean I I I, I don't like a uh, a good beverage.
5: Well, now what about this? I, I don't this imbibe in a healthy beverage. What's Notice
3: you didn't say adult beverage.
5: Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I, I'm one of these uh, beer because adults. I don't consider myself an adult. Yeah. Uh, Neither does my wife. Who does
3: <laughs> well.
1: What wife does consider her husband an adult? <laughs>
5: But, uh, you know, there's that, that saying, beer purity laws. Well, I'm kind of beer purity laws be damned, which is why I like throwing hot peppers in my alcohol, alcoholic beverages. Uh-huh. You know, make a margarita mead, throw in some salt. I mean, because everyone throws salt this in This is delicious,
3: alcoholic. by the way. Uh, you want to talk about a little bit about some of the ingredients here that uh, you got going right. on? Well,
5: it's a standard honey wine and, and, called a
3: mead. But And I'm getting a little thirsty over here, buddy.
5: Well, you know, let's fill that up. <laughs> but uh, sweet chili so, Phil, would you like a little bit?
3: You're right. I don't drink okay.
5: Often. But uh, you <laughs> know what? If uh, <laughs> well, you, wait a second. It, it might be better if you haven't eaten. Then you get that full flavor. Not not hurt by that. I food can't status.
3: imagine. I can't imagine doing radio and not drinking.
5: Well, then that, I started radio.
3: I started radio as a revolution and beer, yeah. uh, drinking, and then and then wait, I. Wait, you I moved, didn't stop though. Uh, I never stopped. Oh, yeah.
5: Well, this is a with the alcohol. IV to this is a quality, good time to quality just, uh, not quantity, buddy.
3: Jump in a little
5: thing about uh, Go ahead, bro. We ha- we actually have a uh Chicago land This is off. an award winner, right? Well, we'll see next oh, weekend, okay. you know. Actually March fifth, so up
3: at Only Child Brewing, it's a new brew pub up in Gurney. I I I like there's 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 a nice pepper spice in here. I would even say what what kind of pepper did you use?
5: I use uh, sweet chili peppers. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, you know, you go to your local uh, Hispanic grocery store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find yeah. all sorts of cool stuff. I was going to say, because,
3: you know, I've, I've had everything from, I've had everything actually from, from peppercorns. There's a um, there's a local brewery that does a Cezanne uh, that uses um, coriander and, uh, and nice. peppercorn. Nice. Um, well, but you,
5: you got jalapenos, you got habaneros. Yeah. I mean, some people will do ghost chilies, but those will think... blow your socks off. Those are like ruin your palate. Exactly. It's supposed to be kind of balanced. You still need no, the honey.
3: And that's what I was going to say. This has got you, you get you get more of the honey and it's and it's it's a nice it's a nice wet beverage.
5: So um so it's refreshing. But you, few you just get a
3: little bit of that heat at the back of the uh, back of the throat.
5: Yeah. Well it's nice. hopefully it's not not overpowering. I was actually not, going for balance. Not
3: here, so. at all. Not so. at all.
5: So, uh, yeah, actually, we have uh, 320 entries in the Brew Off. It's part of wow. the Midwest homebrewer of the Year yeah. competition, which goes through. This, this by
3: the way, would, would also be a, you, you mentioned margaritas would be a very good base for a margarita.
5: Well, I'll just have to bring that into one of these shows. Margarita me Tell you what, you,
3: you, you, bring, you bring this, and, and we'll mix it. I'll, I'll I'll make my homemade margarita, and we'll mix it.
5: Oh, wow, that sounds like a plan. All right. This might be a match. Let's do it, man. All right, so I mean,
1: that will be the that will be the show where you talk to people from Alcoholics
5: Anonymous. <laughs> so we can't have people still submit entries. It's a little too late for that. Okay. But if anyone actually wants to attend the Babble Brew Off, yes, you're welcome to stop in. It's uh, Saturday, uh, March fifth. It's uh, basically all day after nine a.m. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if people want to come in three, four, five p.m., you know, finishing up the judging, cool. have you know. Raffle auction, meet good beer people, mm-hmm. learn some mm-hmm. home brewing tips. You know, um, Only Child's a New Brew Pub. We're trying to support all the brew pubs up in Lake County. You know, it's good not thing. just about Chicago. We got yes, we got sir. a showing up north as well. Uh,
3: yes you do. So
5: uh Babble's our home brewing club and you know, this is the uh, twentieth year really of the club. Sure. Yeah. And you know, I, I like to Th- throw in some meads with all these beer geeks. So, uh, this
3: is this is delicious. Yeah. This is this is very very nice. It's uh, it's got a it's got a nice pretty kind of kind Well, we're of on the air, but you don't need to Golden margarita yeah. color. No, no, it's got it's got a very pretty um translucent uh, golden um like I said, sort of a margarita a pale green margarita flavor uh, or color rather. You know, um, most
5: people won't try it if it has peppers in it. Yeah, they just like oh god, why would you put peppers? I had you know the the the, uh
3: by the uh next week um at at a closed event uh, at a private event uh the Field Museum uh is going to be uh be holding a taste testing. Is this the uh, after hours event there? Yes. Okay. for for the Incan uh, for the Incan beer. Yeah. Um, that uh, hasn't been brewed for a thousand years.
5: I like historical brewed I will. Beverages. I will
3: let you know the moment I walk out the door from there because I, I, I'm on the guest list. You will be walking, right? I I will be walking. All yes. right. All right. Um, but um, but I'll let everybody know how how that thousand year old beer recipe is. You know, hopefully uh, I'm, it's I'm not
5: a bottle they found a thousand years ago. Hopefully. No. No. No.
3: Actually, what what they did is is from from broken shards of uh, of ancient pottery. Uh, they did chemical analysis and figured out. Um, figured out the the ingredients, and then a local brewery, um, in partnership with the Field Museum, is brewing this beer. And I'm not sure if it's going to be a limited run or if it's going to be an ongoing thing, but um, either way, um, I can guarantee you, um, and I'll I'll try to get a hold of some, and have it here in the studio, and we'll do a nice. we'll do a taste testing in the studio as well. Um, but uh, but I get to I get to go, and I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to get into uh, into the Field Museum after hours and just sort of well, run up and down the halls and scream. No, I, no, no. I did no, no.
5: see one of Revolution's beers in the aquarium. I'm wondering if they have the same agreement with the Field Museum, and if they could a collaboration with them.
3: They could. I don't know, but this this sounds this sounds very interesting. But I did uh, from our friends is it um, Five Rabbit. Uh, yes. Out, out in, out in the suburbs, uh, had a uh, did a limited run on a grasshopper beer, a beer. Brewed- was it just the legs or the whole grasshopper? No, it was whole. The whole grasshopper is brewed from grasshopper, yeah. uh, and uh, and I, I uh, the beer temple up on Elston Avenue here in Chicago, I stopped by. Uh, they were doing a taste testing of it. Um, it was it was pink in color, and crystal clear. It had a had a nice it had a really nice fine, um, um carbonation to it. Almost like a like a champagne carbonation. And it had a it had a salty sweet taste. It was delicious. Well, I mean Absolutely I hate to say it, but delicious.
5: you anything you can pull starch or sugar out of, you can make alcohol. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I've made potato beers yeah. and one of yeah. my friends up in Lake County is an expert at doing yeah. these historical batches and potato beers and I yeah. tried to do it. If you can extract any kind of starch well you heat it up you convert it to yeah. sugar yeah. add some yeast and boom there you go
3: and five rabbit is known for doing you know having having a, a south of the border um take on, on oh, is there only deer.
5: grasshoppers to the south?
3: No 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 but you know you it, you know it's it's in, it's endemic to that region nice try by the way um <laughs> But it's endemic to that region that they get they get swarms that 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 will inundate communities. Wait, I um, saw at, a grasshopper swarm. It so, was north in Canada. So what what so what's you up know what a, what a better use for for uh, you know for you know all all of the all the all the dead uh, grasshoppers that you find. Uh, After your fields have been decimated, then uh, to make beer and get get plowed. Well, I love that it's not like
5: using a live lobster. We're using dead grasshoppers. We're not putting them in live.
3: I you know it just said grasshoppers. Why we should get
5: that on the ingredient chart? Whether they're live. I don't. I don't know. I don't
3: know when when you go in to pick out pick out your beer that you look at. You look in a little. Uh, a little aquarium and all the grasshoppers are jumping around you go I'll take the Oh
5: yeah one. you get to hand select which grasshoppers what, you want That's right. Wow that's they bring the you, future.
3: They bring you a little grasshopper bib and you know. But it was <laughs> but be, it was delicious.
5: Well that that's does fit the beer purity laws be damned, you know But And you know I've never gone grasshopper myself, you know. We've gone spices, we've gone fruits, we've gone vegetables you know, we do all sorts of weird beer, things. The, I have not done grasshopper. The, the beer purity
3: laws in Germany are a fiction anyways because um, because the, the ingredients didn't include yeast because they didn't understand um, – biochemistry. Well, you and, know, a lot of
5: the old cider makers, they would start their cider, yeah. you know, their hard ciders by spitting in the batch. Yeah. And you'd have wild yeast in your mouth and boom, there you go. You have a hard cider that starts fermenting out.
3: I mean, there I don't go. recommend
5: that myself, but, there you, you know, the history of ciders, that's pretty common.
3: Hey, we've got some more news coming up here that I need to take care of. Uh, Pat Doobie's going to join us. And Phil Barnes, you could join too if you want to want to pull up a chair and, um, and, and, and get loud and, and, and obnoxious over there. Me, I don't do that never um I get on that. exactly yeah, you
1: we're talking about that grasshopper beer yes sir but you take that to a party that party is going to really start jumping
5: wow <laughs> Whoa. okay comedy kicks in
3: phil phil's been fired from chicago sort comedy yeah. um, I'm film at 11 comics. you can you can get right up on that microphone
1: that sounds perverted
3: maybe you'd have a bigger <laughs> a, a bigger comedy fan base if you could actually speak into a microphone instead of halfway across the room,
5: maybe just lost someone with it that though. What'd
3: he say? What do you say? Anyways, I'm giving Phil ah. a hard time, but I, but I love him. He's, he's part of the family here. Hey, uh, you're listening to AM 1680 Q4 Radio in Chicago. I am WC Turk, the most dangerous voice on the left. Uh, this is Helter Skelter, and this is also Rebel Diaz. Oops, that's not what I wanted to play. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we don't. Like this that is too. what
3: I wanted to play. This is called A Trillion. No bailout for Wall Street cro- crooks. Wall we'll be right Street back. again Monday.
1: The Treasury Department has formally asked Congress to approve a $700 billion bailout of the financial industry. The Bush administration proposal could be the largest government bailout of private industry in the nation's history. Some analysts say the final cost to taxpayers could top $1 trillion. $1 trillion. $1 dear trillion.
0: Yeah. A Trillion. A, lot A of Trillion. People asking, Is that A really? Trillion. Nine zeros? A Trillion. Nah, homies, 12. A trillion. A trillion. A Trillion. A Trillion. A lot of speculations on the monies they made. Markets they played. pipping the system cause they run the game. They trades inside of the old boy network. Money stays in as they build their network. Edges is cooked, the books get fixed. And if it all falls down, in steps the government. Oh, you bailed out? Shit, no jailhouse. In my hood, you flip currency, get a charge for conspiracy. Admittedly, dog, all these numbers complicated. Stocks and the bonds and the inside trading. But I ain't in over my head when I know I'm getting jokes. How they in the book at the Wall Street cooks? Look, if I was to flip money that ain't exist, or get a loan on my home and not pay back that shit, interest will stack up, moving trucker back up. And the repo man would pack everything up Stuck and bankrupt, about to lose it all And no one would come and save me with a trillion rewards A trillion A trillion <laughs> A trillion That's what they giving out nowadays, a trillion. Come on, look Lil Wayne making a meal, Jay making a bill. But look who got the money, they loaning them trills. This is hypocrisy on a monumental scale. He's the real crooks, but we the ones in jail. These conservative Republicans want the government out of their businesses when they making money. Yeah, when they greed puts them in a little fix. They the first to call Daddy Bush so he can bail them out quick. The same dudes that made the law so they could trade without regulation is the brains behind McCain's administration. Now what you mean? Who Who that?
2: Let's
0: call him Phil Gray. Who? What? Or Alan Greenspan Or maybe we could start with the Enron collapse Or the SNL scandal right before that ha. It's not complicated, just do the math I have to inform it, it's part of my craft 85 billion to save AIG They could have gave us healthcare to fight HIV So they gave financial freedom to Charles Keating. While we lived a nightmare, it was American dreaming Making a trillion A trillion A trillion Come on, a trillion, huh? Insurance at a premium, bankrupt the brothers Lehman. Slap on the wrist, turn around and call the deepen But the deficit deepens, they drown in the debt, All they money spent, so they print more of it. Damn, is that easy to solve all our problems? Then how come in the hood we starving? Infuse some greenbacks in the seas that will lead us. Instead of an illegal war overseas, man, it's war over all, war on the poor. If you ain't paying taxes, you expend the book. Another soldier in the army of the unemployed, so they can hire me for less if they fire my boy. Destroy, rebuild, divide, and conquer. How they live with themselves and they moral conscience. Probably their moral compass is pulled by forces. Sitting at the table, eating extra portions. Greedy notions, evil, deceitful, side of people. People. Me, I'm on the side that resides within you. Love and the honest, righteous thing to do. I look forward to and pray these Wall Street types find that light. If they don't, if we don't fight, Humankind kind won't survive. A trillion. Yeah, a trillion. Look, if you can't oversee greed or legislate away hate, then the sign of the time says that's delicious, we my spiritual friend. Warfare. Right. Very, very good. And that's keeping it a trillion.
3: What's that, brother? I
1: asked you for a bottle of wine and Google to take home. Yeah. You know, it took me two weeks to finally open it and drink it.
3: Well, what did you think when you had it? He well, was trying to find the, the combination.
5: It. Oh, okay.
3: He was trying to find the combination.
5: Yeah. Well, you know, it was locked. I mean, what are you going to do if you lose that?
1: Oh, okay, i got to remember something. I did. I'm former MP. I know how to open
3: things. Okay, on the side <laughs> of a table with your teeth, What? Just not apparently very fast. <laughs> Slow and steady.
1: Well, no, I take my time when I have a beer. I, if, if I, when I take a beer home, I don't drink it right away. I'm not like my son. The food's there. It's got to be drinking. No, it doesn't. I had a taste for it, and I drank it. All well, right. I, well, I well I that's
5: perfect.
3: beverages flow freely here. That's perfect. Pat Doobie joining me. Hey. Uh, you're listening to uh, Help the Skelter. Name.
1: Doobie. Doobie. Yeah. I uh, w- not 420. I wonder if I started
3: <laughs>
5: hearing those jokes, you know, say back in elementary school. Yeah,
3: really, Sinatra, <laughs> yeah exactly. Do,
5: do,
3: do, do. Yeah, please, please. You know what call that... Me, call me Turkey.
5: You know what that name did for me? That made a lot of people hate me in elementary school, and that Dude. made me
3: instant friends in college. Okay, okay cool, cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah. Phil Burns sitting across from me, too. The, um... Phil Burns. Hey! <laughs> just, just Phil Burns. <laughs> Phil Burns. Phil Burns, formerly of comedy. Um, Hey, anyways, um, something happened to me on Facebook this week. What was it? By the way, by the way, I want to yell at my dog, get off the couch. I know, he's there Um, now. Blue, Blue, get off the couch. Blue. Good boy. Good boy. Right now, now he's running around freaked out. That wasn't insane. (laughs) Um, But uh, something happened to me on Facebook, and so I, I sort of want to get your... Get your, um, opinion. your opinions on. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna opine on it, even though I could. Uh, but a meme came up uh, that uh, that showed uh, Black Lives Matter, a uh, Black Lives Matter protest, uh, and uh, and this is what was written uh, on uh, over that meme. It has, occur- has it occurred to anyone that if you're able to organize this many people for a protest, you can organize this many people to clean up your community and get rid of the criminal element causing the problem. Um, so this is what I wrote. Unless they're elected. Nice cartoon (laughs) analysis. You can do better. First, they are working in their community. Uh, I know many many in this movement and work uh, and work in Inglewood with the homeless and I just gave um, I, I just gave a, uh, a really awesome uh, speech in front of a uh, uh, a youth group uh, who's gonna be doing a show on q4 radio right, that was um, last week on last the week? west side of Chicago yeah just well, no it was about, oh, yeah was it I, I can't remember now that was fabulous. Um, but uh, but they were they were they were absolutely wonderful. They're gonna they're gonna be coming back here and doing doing a show. It's part of the uh, um, after school matters um, project, and I just wanted to say, um, Charzel and uh, uh, Sergeant Dan Allen and uh, Dante Williams. Peace, guys. I'm looking forward to seeing you again soon. Uh, today, I'm giving a speech uh, to a youth group on the west side. Second, stop blaming the cancer victims for decades of abandonment, uh, no jobs, and sy- uh, systemic severe racism. At least through the 1960s. Even if it ended then, what about the recovery time hampered by numerous recessions? Blacks, did you know, were not allowed to participate in the GI Bill after World War II? Did you know that? Yep. Okay, they couldn't. They couldn't go to couldn't go couldn't go to college. So even if they served. And right. and no? and many blacks served in combat. Um, many of the uh, have you seen Saving Private Ryan? Many of the uh, the LST um, and landing craft uh, pilots were African American.
1: Look at the, the uh, Red Tails, the Air Force. There I mean, you go. Air Force, I'm sorry, yep. Air Force came after yep. the Army after World War Two. because... Yes. The Air Force was normally called the Army Air
3: Corps. The tu- Tuskegee Airmen. Yes. Um, yes. Even if it ended then, uh, uh, so uh, after World War II, which built Amer- uh, America's white middle class from the Depression, that meant no college help, no housing loans, VA loans, uh, not allowed. How many whites would never have climbed out of the Dust Bowl and the Second World War if not for that benefit? Be better, brother we're only continued uh, we've only continued blaming the symptoms instead of treating the source of the disease this was the reply that i got back nice thank you for setting me straight cartoon analysis uh, in quotes you throw you threw out all those facts as if i denied them with my sarcastic comment but yes he did he did yes um Uh, Get a large group of people together and great things can happen. Your arrogant words have little to do with the hatred directed at the police. All police are not racist and or bad human beings. Systemic discrimination was and still is a major problem. But the point of the post and my sarcasm was to do something with all of that motivation. Even anger and hatred can be channeled into something positive as if Black Lives Matter wasn't positive. That was my addition. Like, uh, like bettering your neighborhoods and their life situations. It's hard to do that when you can't afford food from month to month. That's also my addition. Um, I said I wasn't going to, uh, going to uh, opinionate on this piece. Change, my mind. Change that. Change my. Mind. I never thought anything other than uh, that all of that energy could be put to better use uh, than stopping traffic to make a point that is already obvious. And this is my this is my rebuttal to that. You need you need to shut down everything if you're being oppressed. If the rest of the society doesn't feel the pain of your oppression, make them feel it. Again, and this is, again, me, and I'll go back to this this other person's statement. Um, if you're standing with your back to a cliff, how far are you going to back up before you start pushing and asserting yourself forward so that you don't tumble off that cliff?
5: We every, need
3: more people to fight before it gets every, to that point. Every positive protest needs to have and needs to hold the specter or the potential for violence if the authority, if the state, if the uh, if, if the authorities choose the path of oppression. It's the one thing you ha- you know it, it's a, it, it, we we, we argued this point forever against the Russians mutually assured destruction if they make a bomb, we have to make two if they make two bombs we 've got to make four a mutually assured destruction it 's the same thing in society and if you 're going to continue to oppress, then you have to know that at some point that tidal wave of oppression will fall back on you back to back to the um uh, well, I don't Next think is anyone
5: is actually saying that all cops are bad. I mean, that's a horrible analogy to pull. All from cops,
3: that. all cops are not bad overall. And I come from a family of cops. I, I love, I love the the if uncles might, and brother afraid. that I'm that I'm related to. One second, Phil, and I, I'll get to you. Um, but here's here's the thing: uh, there were there were supposedly good cops that falsified records and statements regarding Laquan McDonald's murder. If well, I worked, ethics. I worked in it. It's not. It's it, I, 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 it's it's morality. morality it's it's yeah. legality. It's the law. When 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 a cop falsifies a record, they have broken the law. That is a that is a criminal conspiracy. That if 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 something happened out in the parking lot, and uh, say say a Q four host. Um, Broke a window out out in the parking lot, and Phil and I got together and falsified a record to cover that up we 've covered up a crime right. we can be held criminally liable for that as well the you same should. thing the same thing for a cop so if they falsify a, if they if they falsify a criminal record they 're tantamount they 're a party to a crime right. now here 's the thing. I worked in union jobs. I worked in dangerous union jobs. And yes, we would close ranks around people for, for, for a mistake that, that could happen depending upon the mistake. We also made we also made the judgment as a union, as a group, that certain people should not be out there. They were they were a danger to themselves. They were a danger to the public. They were a danger. They were a danger to their coworkers, or they were just a, a danger to the space. Right. So, and and we worked actively to get those people out. And the police don't do that. They close ranks and they cover up. And that's the problem. And then you get into a circumstance in which when people question that, suddenly, suddenly everyone says you're attacking the cops as if the cops are above reproach, as if the cops are not here to be, they're not public servants. You're tackling corruption. Not the cops I'm attacking, but when the cops Morality. are the cause of the corruption i'm attacking all of it because it's all one system, and we go after in this in this society garbage men and particularly teachers, the Illinois Policy Institute is going after teachers as if as if they're the worst scourge since Jesus was tempted by by the devil and but but if you criticize a cop for any reason you're immediately attacked for that and that's wrong pat Doobie.
5: well this totally leads to why don't we have a database for police that have committed crimes and then they get transferred to another department and
3: when and when that's suggested um because because it's shot I, down immediately it's shot down immediately and there's a Massachusetts legislature that wants to make police records and police names secret
5: Oh, I mean, right now we should be fighting the opposite direction. We should be fighting if someone does something wrong in a department, corruption, morality issues, it's documented. Yes. Then they go to a different position, different command, all of yes. a sudden that is known within that command. And then you show a history and a pattern. Yes. You can actually deal with the problems. You deal with that morality issue. Yeah. You deal with those individual peoples. Then people don't get mad at the overall system. You're getting mad at the corrupt individuals that are breaking the law, that are hurting the community, Correct. that are Correct. taking it down the good people.
3: But the way well, it stands uh, the way it stands now, and I'll come to you Phil in, okay. in just a second. The way it stands now it's the entire system is closing ranks to protect everyone else. And these people are not getting fired. Um, uh, uh, Van Dyke, Officer Van Dyke, who who, who shot and killed uh, Laquan McDonald, has 16 times, um, has still has not been fired. He's on administrative leave pending... With pay. With, with pay. With pay. With pay. Yeah. So now he stays home with pay. Pending the outcome of, of whatever trial, even though it looks like Anita Alvarez has already skewed that. And why is she still with, in with a, it, Precisely. Let's get Kim Fox in. Precisely. There, you know? Well, let's, let's. I don't
1: like the sounds of either one of them to tell you the titans. Well, you know so what? what I've seen about.
3: <laughs> but Phil, you wanted to make a point about this.
1: Uh, you were talking, okay. Number one, um, you'd said all cops are not bad. Not yes. all cops are bad. Right. But the only ones you hear about are like this guy Van Dyke, mm-hmm. okay? The The cop that beat the crap out... Years ago, the the cop that went into a bar and beat the crap out of a female bartender for no yep. reason.
3: Down here on, what was it, Rush Street or... Right, yeah. okay.
1: And, and it was after closing. Yeah. Okay, see, I've talked about this on another show. You need to have better psychological evaluations of who wants to become a cop, number yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Number two, and I... I don't know why they have it, but they have an IQ limit to become a cop. Yeah. They, have a they,
3: have, they have a maxim. They have a why? maxim. Yeah, exactly. The smarter
1: you are, the more common sense. Well, okay. Well, they want you to this fall in line. because you're intelligent doesn't mean you yeah. have common sense. True. The okay. difference
5: is, is it a system and you have to fall in line, or can you stand out there and do the right thing against that organization? Okay, Precisely. as a
1: patrolman, you have to follow, you have to be basically a sheep. To the shepherds, Mm -hmm. but once you get out of uniform, plain clothes detectives, whatever. Yeah, you think for yourself.
5: So you're saying morality exists outside of your work, but not the plain. The 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 the, the the
3: detectives, the detectives that went into the Burger King to erase the videotape. (laughs) That was and and who and who later on went back and threatened the manager of the Burger King. Right for testifying before just a grand as jury, much at fault. they're yeah. just as much at fault. Yeah. And no, I that's agree with the you. thing. But the if, thing
1: is, is that civilian cops, or cops anywhere, yeah. cover for each other. Unless it's a blatant blatant screw up where a cop costs another cop his life
5: or they get in the media for something if it's covered up before it gets Uh to the media and people don't know about it then they kind of just make it disappear well anita alvarez who backed
3: out of coming on on this show at the last minute uh, one of the things that I told her, or Sarah Daly, her, her press person, was there is nothing, there is nothing, you're a public servant. Right. You don't get to tell your boss, I don't have time for you. You don't get to tell your boss, I'm, I, I'm withholding evidence, I, I have no comment. Right. I want, you know, uh, Anita, I want the Johnson file on my desk uh, by, by 12. I want to know what happened with that contract. Well, I, I have no comment. Well, then you're fired. You know, in, in, in any other office situation, you'd be fired right, yeah, exactly. if you tell your boss, screw you. Right. And that's exactly what Anita Alvarez and a lot of these police officers ha- have, told, have told the public who employs them and whom they're supposed to be a servant of. Screw you. I don't have to account to you. But, but we're, also told, we're also told by the same media that gives them coverage that we're to go after teachers tooth and nail. and not question any of that. And we just talked with Tom Tresser um, only to find out for for a $30 million budget issue, they're going to lay off more teachers on the south side. Um, but but there but the city is going to give sixteen million dollars to a billionaire developer to put up luxury high rises, ostensibly because. And I can hear WCPT or Wayne Besson saying this, or even Dick Kay, who I like. I, I generally like Dick Kay, but sometimes he's dumb as a, as a brick. I hear Dick Kay because he said this to Tom Truster one time. Well, what about the jobs that are created? Jobs? Well, <laughs> well they're they're all minimum wage jobs. Right. They're, they're, they're jobs for – so rich people are going to move into high-rises so they, they can be closer to shopping. Um, or Not
5: local positions.
3: Exactly. but But all the jobs that are going to be created are going to be either short-term construction jobs – that go away, right. or, or they're, they're or or uh, they're going to be minimum wage jobs of people who walk their dogs, or right. park their car, or their doorman, right. or, or or this 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 other crap. Well, none of that helps anything. Not
5: sustainable no. jobs. They're not sustainable the jobs. Right. They're not
3: they're not they're not they're not manufacturing jobs. They're not jobs that actually build a community. They're jobs that allow people to tread water and not to freaking starve to right. death. And 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 time. even even then, not so much. Yeah. So, anyways, but you, need, know, what's, well, you yeah. know
1: what's ironic? You were talking about how we pay basically the cops' salaries. Yes. Think about it. So do the cops. They pay. T- they pay state taxes. right? Of course they do. They they're paying themselves. So why don't they look at that and say, "Hey, wait a minute, I'm paying myself to do a job." Yeah. I do it a the same reason,
3: the, the 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 same the same reason. Uh, I don't know. Tom Tom Delay never said that because he's paying he's paying himself taxes. Uh, but really, the large proportion of his income is coming from the population as a whole.
5: Right. Well, you just brought up in that last. I well, I don't want to call it a rant, rant, but but a good <laughs> statement, right. a very public statement. You know, you brought up Anita Alvarez, it brings up one of your past guests when Brett was in here talking about the NATO three. Yeah. you're talking about. A group of kids that seem very innocent that basically were taken advantage of and were found innocent on all federal levels but because there were so many resources invested on a local level well they had to prosecute and then give themselves awards to move up the food chain you know have the judges get better judgeships and have them you know promote themselves and talk about how how well they did do we want people that support themselves or support the community
3: exactly hey i've just got a couple minutes left there's a couple stories i need to get to before flabby walks in the door here in just a couple of minutes one is a proposed illinois uh, law i need to set the record. because Wayne Besson was an idiot about this yesterday on on uh, on WCPT. Uh, the pro- proposed—that's why you should be listening to this show. This one. Uh, proposed. I'm going I'm to break it today because I'm pissed off. Proposed Illinois law would deny support from mothers who don't list fathers on birth certificates. Charles- two, two Illinois Republicans, Representative Dan- uh, Keith Wheeler, who I'm going to talk to this week, and Representative John uh, Cavaletto, who I'm also going to talk to this week, see if I can get them on the show for next week. Um, either that or I'm just going to make fun of them for two hours next week. Uh, have introduced a bill uh, since referred to as the Rules uh, Committee to amend state birth certificate rules by denying financial support from single mothers who don't name the child's father on the birth certificate. First of all, Wayne Besson was wrong about saying that this is a religious thing and blah 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 blah. That's part of it. The other part of it is is that now with 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 minority populations and and undocumented aliens asserting their rights and 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 a good portion of the society beginning to stand up and and support and protect the rights of undocumented uh aliens Don't call them
5: undocumented aliens.
3: Well, I mean but these are people. They're, they're you know, people. These are but, people. We have the melting pot. But but hold on. So 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 this society the oligarchs need to find a way to create another tier of of labor that can be used and abused, and that's by creating non-people. This happened in Bosnia two years ago, and we covered it live on the air. We talked with people on Bosnia uh, in, in Bosnia, and I, I'm I'm going to bring this up here in just a second. Here yeah, it is. Uh, in Bosnia, protest over IDs traps hundreds in parliament. This is what we should be doing here. Uh, the it was called the so-called baby re- uh, revolution. This is from the New York Times, June seventh, twenty thirteen. Dan uh, uh, Belewski. uh It was de- it was a decidedly Balkan revolt and a rare explosion of people power in, in one of Europe's poorest and most, most ethnically divided countries. About 1,500 lawmakers, government employees, and uh, foreign uh, foreign guests were, were finally freed in the early, early hours of Friday morning after thousands of irate protesters had formed a human chain around the Bosnian Parliament building in Sarajevo for 14 hours to de, uh, demonstrate against an impasse over a law on identification documents women with babies in carriages and and the yeah. the, the images of this were unbelievable women uh, with baby carriages pensioners and students faced off with police uh, deployed uh, to a scene as foreigners trapped inside, including about 250 foreign bankers, attended a conference to examine investment opportunities. Called their embassies inside, or call, called their embassies back home uh, to say that they had been taken hostage. Some of the protesters held up a sign saying, "We don't want entities; we want identities." The impasse about this was was that uh, Serbian parliamentarians wanted to hold up the process of of giving out birth certificates and passports. Uh, in Bosnia because they wanted ethnic identifiers on people in, in, in other words you'd be able to look and somewhere in that in that passport number would be uh, a six in a certain place and that would identify you as a Muslim uh, a Jew a Croat a Serb uh, what have you
5: nothing like more discrimination
3: exactly but the other thing is the other thing is because this this happened in smaller places elsewhere that went unnoticed is is I believe the oligarchs trying to create another tier of people with Without identities that they can exploit, Um, so that was that was one story. I've got one more story. I'm gonna I'm gonna hopefully get to here before uh, before Flabby walks through the door. I love that
5: people power. I love people. And then I'm gonna take a
3: deep breath. And by the way, this Mead man is awesome, dude. Really, it's it's your
5: passion, not the Mead. But thank you.
3: Well, okay, that uh, you know, then they then they work they work together. Flabby here? Yeah, it's upstairs. Okay. Uh, Tell him to come on down. I'll be ready for him. Uh, Proposed Illinois. uh, No, no, no. That wasn't it. Hold on, hold on. This is about Scalia. I want to get to this very, very very quickly. Where are we? Our
5: our president, who has a constitutional duty... To throw a new Supreme Court judge name out there and have the Senate vote yea or nay, but Even they
3: have better to vote. than that, my friend. You can come on in, come on in, and have a seat and sit down. Flabby being in just a minute. Uh, Flabby Hoppin's Radio Extravaganza coming up here in just a couple of seconds. I'm finishing up with this. Scalia led court in taking. Uh, Scalia-led court in taking trips funded by private sponsors. Antonin Scalia was the longest-tenured justice on the Supreme Court uh, and the country's most prominent constitutionalist, quote-unquote, uh, my quotes, uh, but another quality set him apart. Among the, the court's members, he was the most frequent traveler to spots around the globe on trips paid for by private sponsors. When Justice Scalia, Scalia died two weeks ago, he was saying again for free at a, uh, at a West Texas uh, staying for free at a West Texas hunting lodge the needs catching up with me, owned by a businessman. Uh, when he died to, uh, let's see, the, through the trip, uh, th- uh, though the trip uh, has brought new attention to the justice's penchant for travel, it was in addition to the 258 subsidized trips uh, that he took from 2004 to 2014. I'm going to go all the way down to this one. By the way, the, uh, the, 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 the person that he... Um, uh, that he the the resort that he was staying at, uh, owned by a guy named uh, Poindexter, J.B. Poindexter and Company, uh, is a uh, is a defendant in an age discrimination law sc- uh, lawsuit lawsuit uh, filed by a former employee who successfully p- petitioned the Supreme Court for a review this year, which Scalia would have been sitting on had he not died. This is even better. There are fair questions that uh, I'm looking for, and I'm not going to find it. So I'll have, Oh, here it is. In 2011, a liberal advocacy group, Common Cause, questioned whether Justice Scalia and Justice Clarence Thomas, Thomas should have disqualified themselves from participating in the Landmark Citizens United case on campaign finance because they had attended a political retreat in Palm Springs, California, sponsored by the conservative financier, Charles Koch. Mr. Koch funds groups that could benefit from the ruling. You get the last word, brother. No, I mean, how
5: can we talk? I mean, we're not supposed to talk about anyone that, uh, you know, has passed away. We can't talk about any police officers that have done a crime because everyone bonds together. All we have to talk about now is our recently deceased Supreme Court judge and say, wow, you know, we should celebrate his life. He was a servant of the people. Why don't we actually talk about where he was being funded from, where his trips are going to, and who is paying for those? What things that he was doing behind the scenes? You know, these things it. need to get out there. The this is, is crazy. Thank you, Pat Duby. Let's Doobie. bring it to the public.
3: Yes, sir. I want to thank Pat Duby. I want to thank, uh, thank uh, Amanda Lotris uh, from the uh, from the uh, the, uh, the Bernie Sanders office up in uh, up in Waukegan. Boy, boy, boy. I also want to thank Tom Tresser. Uh, please, folks, uh, help them out. Uh, over at wearenotbroke.org, um, and uh, and donate what you can to a very good cause. Flavio Hoffman's Radio Extravaganza is coming up next. Here's a little bit more. Rebel Diaz. I will see you guys next week. Peace. Started
0: another war, colonizing, terrorizing, creating the oil crisis so they can make a killing on food and gas prices. Prisons are favelas, trying to lock up the future. Militarized borders and control of computers. want and stupid, bumping music that ain't healthy for the shortest. Privatizing schools and policemen in the halls can't be dormant. I'm a broken rise up, be ready. Riding the fence, riding the fence Too many people be riding the fence Yeah, you say you ready for war, but are you convinced? I'm not convinced If you're a rider, freedom fighter, crowd excited, then let's do this We can make one big United, middle finger to the US Give me the bravest and the truest, fuck the hippest and the coolest We gon' spark this revolution and cross this off our to-do list Put your foot down if you look down on this criminal system Put your book down and get shook down like my niggas in prison They'll be condemning and condoning they actions in one sentence Make up your mind, you decide, is you a patriot or a menace to society? to riot or sit by quietly, but don't pull out the flag and try to say you gon' ride with me, you flip flopping like hip hop, I don't get locked in that trick box, get got like big and pop, shit got the stop, I am the people, not the big, I repeat after Fred, so please blow my brains out, if I ever forget, I'm ever with forget. the independent thinkers, I'm down with the movers and the shakers and the ex-henny drinkers, the non-smokers, the health advocates, the non-voters, the young bloods in the hood training like soldiers, I'm on the side of the tracks with the hood guards. The little child that no color inside the margins I don't ride the fane about power, it don't make sense I've been down, with have down since BDP and brown pride The black power make RBG A OG told me choose battles
6: wisely In the struggle, don't forget your children and your wife If you don't see me on the podium preaching it Every day I hope my every action is teaching it
0: Cause revolution is a process It's not a speech or a panel It'll right off more than you can handle Thank yeah. you. For education gratuita. I'm with workers uprising and the right to unionize We ain't crossed the border, so you better legalize I'm with La Peña del Bronx, I'm still with Vitor Toro Cause gentrification is polluting my borough So bro never, sell Bronx forever Decolonize the block, make your neighborhood better I ain't down with the rich, I'm more rich, you Perez Don't talk to grand juries or cooperate with feds I'm with students, doctors, janitors, teachers We need living wages, but they don't Monaira my